Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins One sentence summary Unlimited Power is a self-help classic, which breaks down how Tony Robbins has helped top performers achieve at their highest level, and how you can use the same mental and physical tactics to accomplish your biggest goals in life. My favorite quote from the author is, A real decision is measured by the fact that you've taken a new action. If there's no action, you haven't truly decided. Tony Robbins Tony Robbins is like a giant bear with a huge heart. If you watch any interview with him or a clip of one of his workshops, you can instantly tell that he really cares about whoever else is in the room. He spent most of his life helping people with their performance and level of personal achievement, but has been venturing into other topics like personal finance in recent years. Unlimited Power is the first book he's written, but the third and final of his books to make it on 4-Minute Books. After his absolute classic, Awaken the Giant Within, and Money, which is one of the top three reads on 4-Minute Books, this will complete the set. Published in 1986, imagine that, this describes the new science of personal achievement, in Tony's words, much of which still applies today in the very same way it did 30 years ago. Here are my three favorite lessons. 1. Use the five-step modeling process to match the work of elite performers. 2. Improve your memory and creativity by looking in the right direction. 3. Find the right way of communication to make sure your relationship lasts. Ready to unleash your inner reservoir of unlimited power? Here we go. Unlimited Power Lesson 1 Perform like the elite by modeling their behavior in five steps. This answers the question, what is the five-step model Tony Robbins uses to teach elite performers? Tony is a big fan of modeling. Basically, this comes down to looking at how the best of the best in any given field go about their work and then trying to emulate it as best as possible. For example, when Tony was approached by the US Army to help its soldiers improve their shooting accuracy, he instantly took the job, knowing full well he had no clue about shooting guns. But he didn't need to. When he arrived, 70% of the recruits passed the final test. When he left, 100% did. What he did was to simply take the top performers, analyze how they thought, moved and behaved, and then told the other recruits to model their behavior in what he calls the five-step modeling process. Step 1. Find a top performer and study their exact movements and actions. Step 2. Practice imitating these movements. Step 3. Visualize the top performer in perfect flow excelling at their craft. Step 4. Imagine yourself as that performer, execu executing it all perfectly. And step 5. Step up and go for it. This way, you'll cut the learning curve short and reach a higher level of achievement much faster. Unlimited Power Lesson 2. Look in the right direction to improve your memory and creativity. This answers the question, what is a cool memory and creativity hack you probably haven't heard of? Yep, you read that right. Where you look can change how creative or good at memorizing you are. For example, can you think of a classic image of someone who's thinking hard about something? Where do those person's eyes go? I'm sure you can think of at least one example where someone's holding their chin with their thumb and index finger while looking up and to the right. The reason this is a classic symbol of thinking or trying to remember something is that it's what we actually do. 
It's a standard reflex when we want to recall something, and it really helps. Try it the next time you want to recall your favorite recipe's ingredients. On a side note, for left-handed people, this can sometimes be looking up and to the left. There's even a similar trick for creative thinking. If you have to come up with a creative solution to a problem, like an idea for what images to use on a website or in an ad campaign, look sideways and to the right. Looking sideways helps our brains tap into their creative potential and come up with new images. Crazy, huh? Unlimited power lesson 3. Figure out your partner's favorite way of communicating to show your love the right way. This answers the question, how can we improve our communication with our loved ones? When we're in love, we all have different ways of expressing it. You might be the kind of person who constantly says, I love you, or gives lots of compliments. Or you're a bit more like me and love to write little notes, give gifts and show your love that way. Whichever love communication style you have, it makes one thing pretty clear. Your partner has one too, and it's important for you to figure it out. If your girlfriend loves hearing you say, I love you, yet you only ever leave her notes, she'll at some point feel unloved. Not because you don't love her, but because she doesn't receive it, simply because of the way you communicate it. The three most common types are 1. Auditory, someone who loves to hear words of appreciation and places importance on what is said. 2. Visual, a person who places emphasis on visual cues like love letters, notes, flowers and other tokens of appreciation. And three, kinesthetic, someone who prefers touching and physical communication, like a pat on the back, stroking the hair, and so on. Of course, people can also be a combination of the two. So experiment with all of them, find out what makes your partner tick, and thus make sure you get your love across. Here's what I learned from Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. Yes, 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 Tony the man. Now... If if you read one of Tony's older books like Awaken the Giant Within or Unlimited Power and you think to yourself, oh, this is, sounds old, I've heard this before, da, da, da. <laughs> remember, the books are ancient, okay, in, in today's uh, terminology. Because if a book is 30 years old by now, uh, so because the rate, the rate with which we generate information and create information... Uh, online and off just in the world in general doubles every year or so right so i think in 2013 we crossed the point where in one year we generated as much new information as we had up until that point in history so it was like year zero to year 2013 and then 2014 and that was the same amount of information we generated right and data and learnings and so on so keep that in mind, this, the speed of learning and everything and information, it keeps accelerating. So if this feels outdated, it's because it is. But at the same time, imagine how it must have felt back when it came out, when no one was doing that kind of stuff, right? 1986, I mean, who wrote self-improvement books back then, right? Um, there were already more than, let's say, in the 1930s when Napoleon Hill and so on happened. But still, like nothing compared to today's standards. So keep, keep that in mind. Um, about the first one, modeling, modeling behavior. Yeah. So the thing where I get a bit hung up with this is that I think it's very, very true for anything that's in terms of in physical performance, 
Um, but if you go to creative arts, for example, I don't see that as valuable. So I think in creative arts, the same model might actually be a problem because let's say you want to be a writer and so you find a top writer, right? Let's take um, John Grisham, right? Who wrote The Firm and has basically invented the law thriller uh, genre. Okay, so I would look at him. Okay, so practice, so find, study their exact movements and actions. Okay, so I would say, what does John Grisham do? And I just happen to know that John Grisham, at least when he got started, he wrote, I think, a, a page a day or so, or two pages a day, um, because he was working as a full-time lawyer at the time. So I was like, okay, okay, let me write a page a day or two pages, pages a day. Okay, so I imitate that, right? Now I visualize the top performer, him like working at his two pages, but I don't really <laughs> see him excelling when I imagine he writes two pages in the morning and just tries to get out anything, right? Because he has to go to work, so he does that. Um, now I imagine myself as John Grisham, but what if I don't have a job where I have to be at, right? What if I already work freelance and remote and I control my schedule? That's kind of weird. Um, and then step up and go for it. So you see, like, it's it's not the same. It You can't just shotgun this model on top of anything, right? That's just what I want to say. Um, I think in creative, uh, in creative arts, so whether that's, like, writing content online, video, blogging, whatever you want to do, I think creativity suffers from a lack of innovation, not from a lack of repeating what's successful, right? Because that's that's the default in creative pursuits. So if you want to do something creative, I would rather have you do it your own way and not care about all the top performers and rather focus on just really doing you and not taking in as little as you possibly can about what works and what's successful because that's how you're going to be so innovative or just so new that you you have a shot at rising to the top even. Because if it's not new and people have seen the same shit everywhere, then nothing's going to happen. Uh, the looking hack. I think that was one of the coolest things ever. I hadn't heard about that at all. Um, and in retrospect, because recently I've been doing it more, I think it probably works, right? I have no evidence, obviously. I just would like, like you can try it. But I've noticed myself doing it more. And what I usually do is I look wherever the window is, right? So if the window's on the left, which is at school, for example, I look out the window. I initially... I, I or I thought I was doing it to relax my eyes and look at something that's a little farther away in the distance, right? To sort of recalibrate my eyes and do that. But maybe I was really doing it or part partially doing it because I was thinking and I was hoping for a breakthrough and I just needed to look away from the work and look onto something else. I'll usually look again where the window is. So right now there's a window on my left where there's a bunch of trees and, and so on out there. It's nice. Um, in my in my own room, when I sit there at the desk, the window's on the right. And I have to say, if I sit where the window's on the right, I look out the window more. So down here in the office where the window's on the left, I do it less often than I do it when I'm in my own room where the window's on the right side. And that's probably because I'm right-handed and it means my go-to direction to look at for sideways and up is the right side, right? So this makes perfect sense in in terms of um, this sort of little hack here. I would say just pay attention to it. Just uh, if you don't do it, try it. And uh, if you do it, or if you now notice you do it, um, just think about it for a little while. It's interesting. And lastly, 
I like the idea Tony presented about love with communicating the right way and so on. Then again, I have to make one huge caveat. Tony Robbins is not somebody I would listen to about love uh, for the simple reason that he is on his second wife. Um, so you always have to think about who you're getting your advice from. And Tony is great in many, many things. But apparently, sort of being a family man and a husband, obviously, like, it just makes sense that he doesn't fall into that because he's working so much. And if you look around, that's true for most of the, quote-unquote, successful or financially successful people because they just work so much, right? It's very hard for them to maintain a family at the same time. You look at, I don't know, James Altucher, like, divorced twice. Um, who else is there? Like many great athletes too. Like look at lots of lots of, lots and lots of soccer players, right? They they have the beautiful young wives, and then a few years later they have another beautiful young wife. Um, so that happens a lot, right? I would probably listen more to uh, about love from my parents, like who've been together for uh, whew, I don't know, like almost like thirty five years, and then married for uh, twenty seven or so. So. Um, yeah, always, always look at who you're getting your uh, tips on what from. Uh, that said, obviously, the model, the idea is solid. Uh, I mean, it makes sense to figure out like what kind of communication style your partner has. So something to think about. Um, yeah, either way, I hope you learned something. Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins. And I will see you on one of the next summaries.